I stopped trying to be everywhere. So I did the basics and the basics are this. You go out there, you meet as many people as possible. You tell them you're a coach and then you make an offer to help them. And you do that over and over and over and over and over and over again. Kat Del Carmen is a six-figure business coach who started a year ago from a place of struggle. Then she made things simple and turned her struggle into $170,000 in less than 12 months. But how did she do it? Doing less in my marketing strategy and only being laser focused on like very simple selling, going out there, making lots of offers, making sure people know I'm open for business to solving my clients' problems in my content and limiting the amount of places I'm at. That's how I did it. We didn't let her off that easily. In this interview, you'll hear how Kat used the concept of simplicity in her business and it allowed her to focus on what was important. You guys, she didn't even do a masterclass all year. How did she get clients? I asked her about this and much, much more. Now, we had to cut the interview down for the podcast, but I kept the full interview inside our uncut vault at theglobalphenomenon.com slash uncut. In the full version, you'll hear about Kat's mother's influence in her ability to forgive and be grateful and how that became the centerpiece to her being able to manage any situation. To watch, go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash uncut. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're celebrating my father's birthday over a nice bottle of wine, it's a national holiday, right? Happy birthday, Dad. Head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Here's my interview with business coach and beautiful soul, Kat Del Carmen. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Hi, everybody. Today, I have the incredible soul, the amazing Kat Del Carmen with me. Hi, Kat. Thank you so much for being here with us. Hi, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I am so pumped. I am super excited and to give everybody like a quick behind the scenes. This is our do-over. We had the whole interview already recorded and the file just decided to take a leave of absence. And Kat has been incredibly gracious and generous to answer my questions one more time. No, Kat, really from like podcaster to podcaster. Thank you for understanding and for being here. Of course. Really see how It happens. It happens to the best of us. So thank you. Why don't we start with you telling us a little bit of who are you? What do you do? Who do you serve? And what do you do for them? Yeah. So my name is Kat Del Carmen or Catalina Del Carmen. 
and I am a business coach for women of color coaches. So I help women of color coaches create their first four figure clients, create their first five figure months and create a whole bunch of money in their business. I work mainly around mindset with my clients because I'm just a firm believer that your mind and being able to manage your mind and all your thoughts and all the stuff that goes in our mind is a hundred percent the root of our success in our business period. And in point, I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for my clients. And I have a podcast called follow that fear. And that is how I started my business with my podcast. So yeah. From somebody like you who has been so familiar with just forgiving, I'd love to pick your brain a little bit and tell us what advice would you have for us, for people like me? Well, my father would call people like me bumper yeah. cars, you know, like in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the fair, because we're like, like make trouble everywhere. right? <laughs> and we end up just like feeling angry and it's just feeding ourselves. Yeah. What would you say to coaches like me with mm-hmm. the resentment in our mind, how to let go? Forgiveness is like letting go. Cause I also don't hold grudges like, almost at all. I would say that one, it is worth it. You are worth living a life that you actually enjoy, that you fully enjoy without the guilt of what you're supposed to do, without the guilt of how things are supposed to be, without the guilt or the weight of how things are supposed to go. And I've learned this heavily this year that Creating a business, and I'm going to go back to business because it's been a lesson for me this year. Creating a business is so much more fun when you learn how to be kind to yourself. It's so much more fun to make mistakes when you are nice to yourself in your mind. It's so much more fun. I shouldn't say fun. It's so much more rewarding for people to say no to you when you already know that it's just gaining experience. It's just much more satisfying in your life when you have a fail and you're like, but I'm still proud of myself. That is the way to build a business. I've done it the other way. Our brain, our mind is always going to go to, nobody really cares. You're not really doing this right. People don't need to hear that. You don't know what you're doing. You still don't know what you're doing. Our brain is always going to serve us that. That is literally our brain's job trying to protect us from doing anything brave. You're going to have those thoughts when you are going from zero dollars to your first thousand. You're going to have those thoughts when you're going from 150K to 250K. You're going to have those thoughts at millions. My coaches who are making millions. So funny. I was listening to another podcast. Is it okay if I shout it out by Simone Soul? It's called Joyful Marketing. And I can't recall the episode, but I love the podcast. And she was saying, I think she was talking about her first million. Um, It's an older episode. And she was saying that she made her first million. Then she started marketing her next launch. And she still had thoughts that were like, nobody likes you. 
<laughs> which is just yeah. silly. Yeah. And she went on about this. And I was like, look, y'all, we have to learn how to be kinder to ourselves. And be kinder to ourselves doesn't mean that those thoughts don't exist. Those thoughts are going to be there. That's like the human experience, right? We don't get to skip them. But practicing the skill of recognizing those thoughts and deciding, no, I'm learning and I'm growing every day. And there's literally no mistake I can make that will ruin me. There's no, no mistake. Like I'm always going to forgive myself. I'm always going to choose to love myself. I'm always going to choose to accept that this is my journey and my story. And, and I get to write it. And to keep going, regardless of what happens, yeah. nothing is a showstopper, especially what somebody else might think. Yeah. Really quickly. I always think of like the stories of people who tried and tried and tried and tried and got nose and got nose and got nose and got nose. And then they like became millionaire in like a month. It's like, we don't get to know what our story looks like from afar, right? Right. We don't know what that story looks like. So why don't you just enjoy the journey or try to and practice trying to, right? While you're building what you're building. Yep. Because your, your pot of gold, it could be far out, but you don't even know what's in that pot of gold. <laughs> You're like, I have no idea. So be kind to yourself and enjoy this journey. Like I always tell my clients, especially when they're starting their coaching business, I'm like, you know, you're going to be telling this story all next year. Yeah. Like, you're going to be telling this story. I tell next people, year. this is the beginning of your TED talk. Every TED talk yes! begins with a tale yeah, exactly. of of drama and being downtrodden and being the underdog. Like this is the start. This is where it begins. You're in a good place. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. If I were to ask you the story of your business, how far would you take me to understand everything that you have gone through? Yeah. I love how that you asked how far would you take me? And I mean, there's so much to it, but I think where my story started for my business, I would say it started in, I forget what year it was, maybe 2016. I think it was, it was the first time I was building my career. I worked in learning and development in tech in my early career. By the way, it took me 10 years to finish college. I was a really bad student was on academic probation the whole time, hated school, but like only did it because my mom wanted me to graduate and her other daughter didn't. So I was like her only child left. To oh, Natalia. It. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're both successful entrepreneurs. That's yeah. the funny thing. But at that time it was so important to her and I love my mom so deeply. So I was like, fine, I'll graduate even if it is like death to me. And that's what it felt like. But I started this career in tech, but my business journey really started when I gave myself permission to try something new. And I started a blog. I started a fashion blog and I started wearing cute clothes because everyone was doing it. And I was like, I like clothes. I worked at Nordstrom for all these years. Let me start a blog. I did it. I did it for maybe less than a year. 
but it was the first access or the first opportunity I gave myself to really put myself out there and self-promote. Right. And I got to go through all the feelings of like, people are going to think I'm conceited and people are going to think I'm this la la la. And I really had to battle those first beginner thoughts. And it was great because I got to go through those. I soon realized fashion blogging wasn't for me. So then I decided to hop into YouTube. I started creating YouTube videos. I probably made 12 or something like that, but that gave me the opportunity to learn how to edit video and try new things and just like expose me a little bit more. Meanwhile, all of this, I was sharing on Instagram, building, you know, some kind of following. I don't know what I was building. (laughs) I was just going from one topic to the other, but that was a big part of my journey because it allowed me to practice self-promotion. After that, then how like the real business started was after I had my son, in 2019, I, I mean, you have kids, so, you know, uh, I really was desperate to do something out of the norm. I felt like mm-hmm. I was in pajamas all day, had a newborn and I had six month maternity leave, which was such a blessing. And before I went on maternity leave, I decided I wanted to throw an event, a personal development event. (laughs) And I literally threw trainings for my job. So I knew how to put on a training. So I literally booked a place. I started telling people on my Instagram, on LinkedIn, and I had 20 people come to this event. I charged $35 and I talked about fear and I called it follow that fear. Mm -hmm. That soon turned into a podcast. Three months later, I was supposed to do YouTube I was supposed to do all this on YouTube again, but I didn't have the energy. I didn't like how I looked. My baby was crying in the background. Like I just couldn't make it happen. Mm -hmm. So literally I went to work to record a YouTube channel. I hated how it looked. And in that minute, I swear it was like God or something was like, start a podcast. And I didn't want to start a podcast because everyone was starting a podcast. There's too many. The the, the market is oversaturated. Yeah. And in that moment, I literally, I created cover art. I got a hosting platform. I recorded my first episode without editing any of it. I made a deal. Nothing was going to stop me from posting a podcast episode at that time. And, and uh, if there's one thing that would is the editing process. So yeah, exactly. I knew the editing process was going to stop me. So my first three episodes, if you go to follow that fear, my first three episodes of my podcast are completely unedited. Zero zilch, nada, no music, nothing. They're there. You'll see them. And my podcast was the first thing I stayed consistent with ever. And I just told myself, I'm going to learn how to grow it and I'm going to learn how to market it. And during that phase, I challenged myself to care less about follower count and care less about all the things I wanted to make money. I didn't know how to make money off of it. And then people started reaching out. Basically it was me saying like, Hey guys, I'm starting a business. I'm starting a podcast. Let me report back. Right. And that was really 2020 last year. Literally I learned how to do that, but it really evolved into coaching. I started getting people reaching out, turned into a coaching business, created strategy calls, created a whole course, created a group program. And at the end of the year, I almost quit. And that's when I decided that I'm going to, in my mind, I'm going to start from scratch and do one-on-one coaching. And I want to take the hard road. I told myself this. 
Mm-hmm. I want to take the hard road and I really want to learn how to do this. And it was at that point where I really started to practice managing my mind and my thoughts and my whole mind changed so much changed using the tools that I use mainly from, I use the self-coaching model, which comes from Brooke Castillo's, the life coach school. Her process has really helped me just like understand my mind and the way I think a little bit more. And it's, it's helped me build my business. So once I started using that, my business kind of, it did blow up. I was not expecting it, but I just decided to like really have fun in my business, decide that like my goal was to be the best coach. I just want to be like the best coach. And that was the goal. And I want to make money too, but I made it less about the money. And then I made a whole bunch of money. Yeah. There is something that is really, really intriguing to me that I want everybody to hear. Last night at the point that we're recording, this is October, 2021. And last night you had your first masterclass of the year. First of all, fact check me. Is this okay? Is this correct? That is correct. So I want to know, we, we are the in year. October of the year. We are in October. You have built an almost $200,000 business at this point, basically in the past 12 months. So my question is, what has been your marketing philosophy, your marketing strategy, if it's not doing a masterclass every month? That's a really good question. To be completely honest, nothing in my business matters more than my mind. So my first answer, like my first strategy is my belief strategy and why I've become really good at marketing, which I can get into in a minute, but all of it is rooted about my thoughts, my personal thoughts about myself, about the people who buy for me and about what I sell. I have full, full belief in all of those. And every time my belief, you know, flutters or it gets a little nervous, I go straight there in terms of work. I never go to my marketing strategy. I mean, I do in some point, but I always go back there. Like if those aren't in tune, that's what I need to work on. So that's step one. Can you give me an example of a situation like that? Yeah. One of the strategies that has helped me in my business is undergoing. So what this means is I went into January of this year and I really wanted to make my first five-figure month. And I decided that I was just going to not make a goal and have fun. I ended up doing my five-figure month, right? The next month, my mind said, you should double your goal. You did 10K. Of course you could do 20K. But I had a lot of fear under there. Like I didn't have full belief that I could make 20K happen. I didn't have full belief that I had an offer that I could even sell 20K of. At that point, I was growing belief in the people that were buying for me. But the real problem was I could say, oh yeah, I'm going to do 20K, but I didn't believe that was possible. So what I did was, okay, Kat, let's make a goal. Like I already had set a goal for the year and my goal for the year was $8,000 every month, which is a lot of money, right? But I did, I think I did 12 in January and my brain was like, do 20, you could do 20. And I was like, no, I believe 8K is like a number that 
feels good to me. Like I have full belief that like, if I try hard and do the work, I could do 8K. And that month I did 15, right? The next month, my brain was like, oh my God, you could totally do 20 now. Come on, just do it. You can at least do 15, do 15. No, I don't have full belief in 15 yet. I'm going to do eight. I'm going to do it. I did 17. And even after that, my brain was like, come on, you've done all this. Like you could do it again. Like just do 20. Like you could do 20. And like I was growing the discipline to not make it about the money, not make it about doubling your goal and looking bigger and bigger and bigger and wanting more and wanting more. It was more a commitment to myself of like, where is my belief scale at? Like, where do I believe something's possible? And committing to that and not letting my ego like inflate that, making it something that I truly feel comfortable. Then that month I did 35. Like, I'm not even kidding. And I do this with my clients. It's like a lot of people will, you know, they'll get their first client and they'll be like, I want four clients next month. I'm like, you don't know how to create four clients. One and two, does that even feel good? Like, do you believe, fully believe that's not just possible? Does it feel like very realistic? And I just want to make sure, like with my clients, that they have the belief. I can think that they can sell $5,000 offers, but it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what they think, it matters how they're talking to themselves. And the same goes with belief. It's like I'm on a webinar again. (laughs) Same goes with your belief. I think what I see the most often when it comes to belief is people have a lot, a lot of beliefs about the people that buy from them. A lot of people have lots of beliefs that people can't afford this much money. That is a prime example of this, right? Especially for people of color. I mean, probably everybody, but like, one of the main beliefs is people cannot afford my, let's say $5,000 offer, right? People can't afford it. That's your belief. Like if you have thought that in your mind, that is what you believe. People cannot afford it. And when your belief isn't there, what happens is we show up as a coach that believes that people can afford their offer. And that looks different than someone Who's like, no, for sure they can afford it. Like the way I think about people who buy for me is that they're like incredibly smart, capable people who always get what they want. And it's really not up to me whether they're going to sign to me. It's up to them and they're fully capable. And I don't even have to worry about it because mm-hmm. I trust them to make the best decision for themselves. Now I show up different when I believe that, like I just show up different just doesn't matter to me. I'm like, no, I trust you. If the belief is there, then the strategy will come like this. Got it. Got it. Sorry, that was a lot of talking, but no, that, that answered my question. So now how do you market to the point that you make $35,000 in a single month without masterclasses, without a webinar? So what became your marketing philosophy this year? My marketing philosophy was so simple. (laughs) I stopped trying to be everywhere. So I did the basics and the basics are this. You go out there 
and you tell as many people as possible that you're a coach. Actually, this comes from Stacey Bayman. She's my coach right now. This is her process. It's very simple. Everyone's going to hate it, but it's the truth. And it's what I use. You go out there, you meet as many people as possible. You tell them you're a coach and then you make an offer to help them. And you do that over and over and over and over and over and over again. And when you're marketing, you want to do it with some value. So the way I did it was I already met a lot of people, right? Like I had a little bit of a following and What I started doing is really one, I simplified everything. That's one of my concepts that I use with my clients. Like you have to simplify and make space in your room to just allow there to be growth. So one, I simplified everything. I focused on making two to three offers almost every single day. And I did that through a handful of channels. First, I limited my channels. I fully decided this year, I'm a hundred percent not going to show up on TikTok. I'm a hundred percent not going to make reels. I'm a hundred percent not going to go on LinkedIn. I'm a hundred percent not going to be on Facebook. I'm only going to stick with what felt easy to me. This is not advice I'm giving other people. What I'm advising is simplifying. Mm -hmm. My way of simplifying was doing that. Yours is going to look different. But for me, the reason I got rid of those. And I decided to not do them is because I needed the mental capacity to focus on creating revenue, solving my clients' problems and getting out there and making offers and having one channel. I have podcasts, Instagram, and email. It's like my three marketing channels. That's enough. I can get into other, other stuff later. And trust me, I had a lot of FOMO, a lot of fear of missing out. I saw a lot of people blow up on TikTok and blow up on Clubhouse and do all of these things. But I always, I mean, one of the things I talked about in my webinar last night about the discipline of doing less, it was so hard for me. Like I'm a doer. And one of the biggest disciplines I learned this year was doing less and doing less in my marketing strategy and only being laser focused on like very simple selling, going out there, making lots of offers, making sure people know I'm open for business to solving my clients' problems in my content and limiting the amount of places I'm at. That's how I did it. The end, just simple, which was one thing that I did want to point out. Everybody should go and follow Kat right now to get all of those simple strategies and just see how she does things very simple. And if you look at my Instagram, you will see I've been posting the same type of thing all year. You'll see there's like four kind of posts I post. It's either an IG live, it's a Twitter post, it's a picture with a long caption, or it's a podcast reminder. (laughs) Like That is it. And this this is really important for everybody who has been, quote unquote, marketing themselves and building their brand all year, but they still don't have clients. This is a really important lesson is what is your business built on? Is it built on revenue and helping people? Or is it built on you spending all your time just cranking out content and then not making any offers? So offers are a really, really important part of that equation. So Kat, to tell you the truth, I could be here for another hour, just like listening to you talk. So I'm going to go and just plug into your Instagram, just listen to every single IGTV live that you have out there, just because I love hearing the sound <laughs> of your voice. No, this has been incredible for me. I know that you have helped a ton of people through this podcast already. I'd love to ask you just two more questions. What is the biggest misconception that people have of you as a successful businesswoman? 
let's see the biggest misconception. People have a very big misconception that I'm just like the most confident person who like just believes that my content is just the best. And I'm like, so good. And I just, I'm so confident in the way I talk and like all this stuff. And like, honestly, I literally every single day I put out a piece of content that I'm like, wow, this is, this is trash. I don't, this is not going to work. Every single day I put out a piece of content that I have thoughts about like that. And it's like, no, I don't have this special confidence. (laughs) Like, no, like sometimes I think, wow, that's a really good IG live. And typically those IG lives don't even like do anything (laughs) super great. It's always that ones that I think are crappy. So like, I think the biggest misconception is that because I've had success in my business that like I automatically ooze this confidence and look, my confidence has definitely grown, but like, y'all, I still am a human with a human brain that tells me, wow, that was really dumb cat. You you shouldn't have said that. That's a really bad IG story. You should probably delete it. Like my brain is still going to serve me that like it's yeah, I'm not special. Like everything I say isn't gold and I don't think it's gold and it definitely isn't, (laughs) but yeah, I'm confident, but that doesn't mean you don't have really crappy thoughts. And the thought is that you don't have to, this is something I will say until I'm blue in the face. Your confidence comes from taking action. You don't wait until you're as confident as Kat looks, as confident as somebody else looks to take action. You take your action and your confidence builds as a result. And you've totally, Kat, this year proven to yourself how far you can go, right? And how much you can do. And that builds your confidence automatically, but it's not like you get to this level and then decided to take action. So we got to be teaching that to everyone. Take your action. I'll say this too. Here's the thing is taking action will definitely improve the confidence, but what helps you keep going is you start trusting yourself. Yeah. And when you trust yourself that I can put out this piece of content and I can have these really crappy thoughts and everything's still going to be okay. Once you do that, over and over and over again, you're just like, fine. Okay. My brain doing its thing, telling me this. It's like, you just trust yourself. Love it. And the last question, if everybody who's listening right now, they had to do this one thing that you're about to tell them to do, and they have no choice. They have to do it in the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm. What should that thing be? In the next 24 hours, I want you to take get a piece of paper with you all day. And I want you to do two things. I want one, if you have a brave idea that you want to go act on, I want you to attempt to go do it. Then before you do it, I want you to write down all the crappy, shitty thoughts that come to your mind because they absolutely will, because you are a human being. Okay. I want you to write down those thoughts And when you write down those thoughts after that, just a couple of them, you're going to have like hundreds. Okay. I want you to pick like a couple. And then after that, I want you to write a long list of how those are all lies and they're absolutely not true. And once you do that, I want you to like sell yourself on how it's wrong and not true. Like literally your brain is going to want to go to, Oh no, 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 but it is true. 
your whole job is to write a list of like, how is it absolutely not true? And how can you look for evidence that it's not true? Then I want you to do the brave thing, even with those thoughts and keep continuing going down to that second part where you have the evidence that it's not true. Do the brave thing. And then I want that to be your case study that you could do anything you freaking want. Love it. Kat, thank you so much for being here. It's been such a pleasure and such an honor for me to be able to have this conversation with you. Um, Can you please tell everyone where to find you, how to follow you? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I could talk to you all day too, especially like, you know, mid convo. I was like, oh my God, we could go on and on about all of like the beautiful, big million dollar ideas that we have and like the possibility. Um, Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate you. Let's see where to find me. I usually, I'm always hanging out on Instagram. So if you go to Kat Del Carmen, you can look at the link in my bio and I have a freebie in there for you. And outside of that, if you like my vibe, if you're into what I talked about today, I highly recommend you checking out my podcast. It's called Follow That Fear. Full disclaimer, I might change the name soon, but you heard it here first. Yeah, you did hear it here first. (laughs) No, I will change the name soon, but Follow That Fear. If you look it up, it'll still be there. You'll be able to find it. It's by Kat Del Carmen, me. Listen to the podcast if you are a coach and you want to make more money and you want to do it in a way that feels less stressful, but also comes from a place of like really growing into a badass coach that you are who helps people and impacts their community. So yeah. Awesome. And we'll have all of those links in the show notes so you can go check them out. Thank you so much, Kat. You are the best and I wish you all the best the rest of the year. Thank you so much. Hey there, Ina here. After this interview, you may be wondering how you can also market your services without doing webinars. If you want to find out more, make sure to hit subscribe so you get the next companion episode where I will teach you three things that Kat is doing very right in her business and you need to start doing right now. And if you're an entrepreneur and you'd like to send us your tip of the week for a chance to get featured on a future companion episode, make sure to go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash tip to request the full instructions and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.